From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, December 13th. I'm Stacy Sheldon. What began as an act of civil disobedience in front of a store turned unlawful on Saturday, December 11th, when 15 unmasked protesters and their children boldly entered the Ukiah Natural Foods Co-op to demonstrate their fury over the need to wear a mask and follow COVID protocol to shop inside the store. Apparently unsatisfied with the co-op's online shopping and curbside pickup option for those who cannot or will not wear a mask, the maskless protesters began their action on Saturday afternoon in front of the entrance doors to the business, holding signs reading, Fauci is a fascist, the mandate is the beast, and freedom over fear. The protests grew unlawful when the group entered the co-op to purposefully disrupt business. For almost an hour, the angry mob occupied the store. They blocked aisles with their shopping carts so customers could not shop. They allowed and encouraged their children to roam freely through the store, opening packages and eating food without paying. Protesters purposefully damaged merchandise by filling plastic bags with copious quantities of bulk items, which were later abandoned in their carts, and they harassed the staff and customers with a slew of insulting logical fallacies, comparing the conditions and policies of the co-op to Nazi Germany and the Jim Crow era of segregation. Ten phone calls and 60 minutes later, the Ukiah Police Department finally arrived on the scene. The protesters left the business, got a talking to from the police, and when the police left, the protesters cheered their perceived victory, took a series of group photos holding their signs in front of the store, and finally took off in their cars. Traumatized, the co-op staff was left to clean up the mess, discarding a hundred dollars or more of half-eaten food items and reshelving salvageable merchandise. The protesters' tactic is to fill carts with food, wait in line to pay, get denied service, and leave the cart and its items behind to be dealt with by store employees. Gray Wolf was working at the co-op during the Fuhrer. We were flooded, since the co-op is small, with a group of people who refused to wear masks and then were demanding that we check them out, even though we have a no-exceptions policy to not wearing a mask. They were gathered in a wall by the registers and refusing to leave unless we checked them out. Unfortunately, the side of the protesters was not unfamiliar to Wolf. This is the second time it's happened in the last month. By the same group of people. Once inside the store, Wolf had to manage the mob's angry questions and harassment. They were asking questions about what our policies were, what the details were, had any of us actually read the mandate, and throwing out comments such as like calling people Nazis or asking us if we knew anything about the civil rights movement or 1930s Germany. The atmosphere grew tense. It was just a lot of angry, hateful energy. Wolf notes that co-op employees do not create the store's policy or public health protocol. There's a couple high schoolers who work as cashiers. We have moms. Those are the people who work here. Wolf wants protesters to know that employees who had to take the abuse and clean up the mess are not responsible for the mask policy. I fully respect your right to protest peacefully outside. But coming inside, disrupting the flow of business, agitating 
the workers who don't have control over this rule. I just don't think it is uh, respectful. Sylvia Fogel is another co-op employee. As a stalker for the store, Fogel was burdened with cleaning up damaged merchandise and throwing away half-eaten food. They're very disrespectful when they come in. They say things like, it's illegal to tell us to wear masks or you're discriminating against us. It makes me feel really sad for the people who have actually been discriminated against because that's not discrimination. And you're misrepresenting a term. Like, that's it's not okay. <laughs> like, me personally, like, I live with my 90-year-old grandma and I worry about her health every day going to work. And um, my household, like, we... We need this income, so I, I can't quit because of my grandma, but it scares me when people like that come in because, I mean, you're putting my grandma's life at risk every time. Fogel found the behavior of the protesters' children particularly disturbing. The children were even opening up chip bags and, and running around the store eating them and, and puffing their chests out at one of our cashiers, and it's it's just, it's so disrespectful, and it's it's really scary to me that that somebody would teach their children that. Like, <laughs> that's not okay. Aubrey Lothar, another co-op employee who was working as a cashier, describes the impact of the event. This is the second time that I believe these folks have come through. And when it happens, I think about how I have a partner who's immune compromised. And I know of a classmate who lost a member of their immediate family to COVID. And I worry that when these folks come in, they don't think about who we go home to. Lothar offers final thoughts on moving forward as a community. We all want to reach the end of COVID and being able to be in contact in the same way that we used to be, but how we're not there yet. And it's through our collective efforts and collectively being as safe as we can and, and following guidelines that we could reach that destination together. For KZYX News, I'm Stacy Sheldon. For all our local stories with photos and more, you can visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.